Welcome, everybody, to the new season. We do two seasons a year, so actually this is season 12, which is wild. This episode that you're about to hear, we recorded quite a while ago, months and months ago. Uh, it's a guest Game Master episode to start off the new season. We had it in the tank. We thought we'd throw it in now, uh, so I hope you enjoy it. We have a returning guest Game Master. I won't spoil who. You've already seen it in the title, but I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It has some interesting new sort of experimental audio escape room mechanics, and it was really interesting to play. So I hope you enjoy it, and w welcome. Welcome to Escape This Podcast, the show that mixes tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. Danny, are you ready? I always enjoy playing one with you as co-players. Are you ready to pull your weight? I mean, look, the thing is, I'm a little distracted. You know the movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West? Yes. There's a song mm. in that movie. What's Sung it called? Sung by a good friend of ours. Yeah, what's it called? It's called If You Only Had a Moustache, because you've got one. a moustache made out of a wire that you've attached to your microphone to make our guest feel better, because his microphone looks like a moustache. It's now solidarity. everybody at home is caught up. Everybody who is recording right now has a moustache of some variety. If you're, I just have a normal one. If you're listening now, now people at home who don't know what I look like are like, you have to add a moustache to your mental image of me, which is why some of you, it's you're all, like, it's still weird for me to think of that. I it's think just you have a face. There is some facial hair on it, I guess. But to say you are a person with a moustache, I'm a person is with moustache. There are people at home now who are just like. There's, there's two there's two camps. Well, there's three. There's people who already knew. There's the people who are going, yeah, that pretty much fits how I thought he looked. And there are people who are having their minds blown. And there are the people who haven't seen you in like 15 years going, oh my God, what happened? Nah, no one, no one who knows me from 15 years ago listens to this show. Every just, episode. Just me? That's just just why me. I don't listen you to don't the show. You don't listen to the show. Every episode we have guests come on and usually we have a room to run for them today and it's happened before it's not that it's not that unusual anymore once again we have an incredibly gracious guest host who has we, been kind aww. enough to let us play uh and this aww. is a returning guest host which means we didn't scare them off the first time which is great yes welcome back to the show matthias jansen welcome Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I think I'm glad you mentioned before explicitly. Yeah, I don't mind about the face recording. No one's going to know about your moustache. First thing you did. Jeez. Dang, I, my plan was to not tell anybody. It was our secret. And then Danny blabbed straight away. She can't be trusted. So last time, Matthias, last time you were a guest host, you gave us a room that was about teamwork. We had to work together. We felt good. Yeah, it was a lot. You split us up. We had a lot of back and forth. Are we going to feel good about each other in this one, or are we going to be intensely rivalrous? Ooh, you know, I mean, those rivalrous. things are not mutually exclusive. Interesting, uh, interesting. I, uh, so, so my question to you is, what sort of thing have you been doing some interpretive dance to, to, to learn each other's communication skills? Yeah, you know uh, in Dragon Ball Z where they have to uh, do the exact the same thing. fusion dance every single time. They practice, that's yep. what we we do that every morning. We do a quick fusion dance to make sure we're on we're on each other's wavelengths. I was going to go with like, we've been married for many many years now already, hmm. and every year I have felt my communication skills slipping because you're the person that I see and talk to most, and the more we get to know each other, the fewer the words have I to have say. to use, the less <laughs> open my communication has to be. So after a couple of years of quarantine, I think I'm down to grunting. 
well, that's not a good sign. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll solve this room. <laughs> Danny sits in the corner going, red, red, blue, blue, red. <laughs> one, one, red, two. Oh, I get it. I understand yeah. now. I mean, I, I got a bit of a, a curveball. I did a very fun communication room last time. It's not going to be about communication. I just wanted to know what you're doing with the... Uh... <laughs> Good, but it's... Cha- yes, sorry. Let's answer that question properly. Uh, after we did your final room, it changed how we communicated <laughs> as a couple. And we learned new things about each other and how to be both independent and cooperative in the same space. It's great. Anybody listening? And not micromanage. Anybody who's listening, who is thinking of hiring Matthias as a as a marriage counselor, you have our. It's it's great. Definitely do it. And then you can cut that. You can put it on your website. Uh, oh God! Say, <laughs> that's how it all works, right? That's what you were fishing for. I'm changing my moustache to yeah. be more smiley. Put the moustache away. <laughs> I'm going to communicate with you that your moustache is stupid, and you well, need to take maybe. it off. Then he's going to go for some moustache-based communication. It Beautiful. looks like a Wario moustache. It's so thin and black and twisted. Every episode, we have our guest. We ask them the, the, the same two questions. We've already asked you, but it was a while ago. So is there any update to your escape room experience? <sighs> not a lot, not done a lot of new escape rooms. I did one for my birthday, which was Alice in Wonderland theme, and that was amazing. It was so much fun. Okay, okay, a little spoiler is you had to pull a handle and it didn't do anything. And then it turned out if you pulled again, actually the wall came towards you and the door would stand in place. Oh, so, that's so good. Yeah. We had a similar oh, experience like that in the escape room once. big. Where but... there was a door that was bolted to a, a bookshelf next to it. So the door couldn't move because it was closed in bolted to the bookshelf. And when you finally unbolted it and you opened it, the door still doesn't move, but the bookcase was the door the whole time. And so you open the other side of the bolt, you're like, ah, you got me. You got me. It was great. Uh, And what about uh, tabletop role-playing? Has anything changed in your tabletop role-playing experience? I'm uh, happy to say I'm continuing my uh, my Pathfinder campaigns. Started a new one. It's also very fun. Oh, wonderful. How fun. Well, Danny... Stop playing with your moustache. Are you ready? <laughs> give me, give me the moustache. I'm sorry, it's attached to my body. Give me this moustache. Hey. If you, if you're not ready for the moustache, we, the, the, those, those of us who have a moustache need to take it away from you until you're ready. Yeah, for I know, I know. You can't force being ready for a moustache. <laughs> I'm ready to go, Danny. I am forced to be ready to go. Yep. So, uh, Matthias, why don't do you take it. us I will away? Do a smart thing in this room. You'll do so many. Before we start, I like to. Uh, Get a little bit of rules out of the way, and a little bit sure. of what, a little bit of unique uh, thing about this room. In this room, we're going to have a element of time. Uh-oh. Oh no! It's not going to be real time, but um, it's going to be uh, minutes. Think about these as sort of a currency. You have sixty. Oh. You have to escape the room in sixty minutes. Some actions will cost you minutes to do. Look at a thing; oh. it's going to cost you minutes. I'm going to keep track of them. You're going. I'm going to ask you to keep track of them. In case there's a disparity, your whatever you are, have written down is going to be leading. Ah, uh, 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 if there's if there's a disparity, whatever gives us the most time is going to be what we use. If we sure. think we've used yeah. eight and we've only used, and you think we've used six, we've only used yeah. six. But if it's the other way around, we've only used six. I am intrigued. Perfect. Um, don't worry about like uh, if you spend time to look at the thing. For example, if there's a clock, you can spend two minutes to look at the clock. That clock is now unlocked for the rest of the game. 
So you can okay. go back as as much many times as you want. You don't need to do things in specific order. You have sixty minutes. If you go over, I'm not going to end the room right away. It's not going to be the end of the episode. Cut to credits. Goodbye. Um, you're just going to get a different ending. Oh, uh, going oh no, that's time. even worse. Ah. I'd rather never finish than fail. What? No, I'm into this. I'm so okay. into it. There yes. are going to be much more things to look at than you can do in 60 minutes. That's even what? worse! We can make wrong decisions? Oh, man. Oh, this is intense already. Okay, okay. If you could just and, and, quickly and... pre-record the correct, the, like the, the winning ending, the, the less than 60 minutes, because we're not going to hear it otherwise. Oh. Just, just quickly, just record that. We'll mm. add it in at the end, just for our listeners at home who want to hear the secrets we never got to. <laughs> Clues, just if you ever need another hint, I will, I'm happy to give you some small hints whenever you need them. If, if, I, if you really get stuck and if I think you, you get stuck, I'm, I, I might say something like, you know, you have all the information you need, you should be able to solve it, or uh, yep. this is a possibility, stuff like that. Cool. But, I'm, but if, you, if you need a big hint, this represents you sort of thinking about problem for like a minute longer. I might oh. actually offer you saying you, you can spend another minute to really think about it. I assume you're you're a great puzzle solver, so you won't you're probably won't going to need it. So a foolish assumption, a foolish assumption. I said it twice because I didn't get it the first time. Again, don't worry. You're going to get to the ending regardless. But there's you can't tell us not to we'll worry now. To We're so an worried. Ending. Yeah, you're you're going to get to an ending regardless. So I'm ready to go. Yes, All right, ready to go. All right, cue dramatic music. It's May 12th, 1657. You've arrived at your destination, a cabin in the woods. You check the address on your phone. Why would your boss send you here to investigate this cabin? It's in the middle of nowhere. It feels kind of weird. Professor Abigail is a world-renowned nuclear physicist. and to write Okay, to okay. Hold on. So it's three minutes to five, not oh, the year 400 years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've got, I was like... Oh, May 12th, 1657? Ooh, unlucky we're in the woods so we can avoid the Great Fire of London. I was <laughs> I was fully in. I was thinking like, all right, I'm going to be like a, 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 a monk or maybe I'm a, a wealthy baron. <laughs> I was so thrown. And that is true. That did go straight from physicist. fairy tales to time travelers. I had to get my head. Okay. I'm going to reset. You. It is okay. three. It's three minutes to five. It's 1657. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I'm better. I'm better. Oh, no. a nuclear, nuclear physicist. physicist. Yeah. Professor Abigail is a world-renowned nuclear physicist. And to go to his house on a weird anonymous tip feels strange to you. It feels a little bit about outside what MI6 would usually do. But still, a tip on a person of, of his, of this person, of Abigail's stature is probably worth investigating. It's probably better to be safe than sorry when you deal with someone like this. The tip was vague, but it did mention that something is going to happen at 6, so you better get started. Uh, you park your car outside the door, the time again, it's five now. You got one hour until whatever mysterious thing that was said to happen at six is going to happen. Or a hundred years. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so you enter the cabin and you notice five things. On the left is a set of bookcases. Looking at those is going to cost you one minute. On the far side, so the side furthest away from the door, is a blackboard. It's going to take you two minutes to look at that. To the right is a bed, it's going to take you one minute to look at that. Behind you is the door, 
going to take you one minute to look at that. And in the center of the room is a desk. A big wooden desk. It's going to take you, take you one minute to look at that. All right. Something is going to happen. So there's a minute for each of these things, except the blackboard takes two minutes. Mm-hmm. Are we good to start looking around, or is there more? Yep. I want to look at the desk. I feel like if we don't know what's going to happen, just trying to sift through notes feels important. Let's go to the desk. All right. That's one minute spent. It's a fancy mahogany desk straight out of one of the university offices. It sits in the middle of the room. Uh, There's no drawers on there, but there are three wooden boxes. Hmm. They're fancy looking. Uh, The first one is labeled thesis. The second one is labeled manuscript. And the third appears to be unmarked. Each of the boxes has a three-digit combination lock, keeping them shut. And you can see some letters that have been etched in the wood, but that that faded over time. The ones labeled pieces, the manuscript, it's going to take you two minutes to decipher. Uh, The one that's unmarked, it's also a little bit bigger than the other two, is going to, it's a bit more cravings, a bit bit more faded, it's going to take you three minutes to take a closer look at. You said there were markings on the boxes, like kind of scratches in the wood. And that would take two, two or three minutes to look at. Do you want to have a look at those yet, or do you want to save that for when we've had more of a, a, a look around the room? Maybe we should. Maybe it'll make more sense once we've seen other things. Yeah. I got, I'm so, I'm so ooh, I'm being so careful with my time now. <laughs> Thesis, manuscript, and something. We mm. don't know what the third thing is. Okay. What would you look at next, then? Blackboard. The blackboard? Yep. You want to know you want to spend those Two minutes? Two minutes. The big blackboard on the far wall feels a little bit out of place. It feels... Um, why would someone put a blackboard in the cabin of the woods? But, you know, some of these academical types just say you can't beat old-fashioned chalk. It's full of complicated-looking equations. Lots of squiggles that probably mean something if you were also a physicist. But, uh, yeah, to you, not quite. One thing that does stand out is a little bit something that does not appear to be part of the equation. And uh, while that's happening, we put in a quick call to MI3, probably. They're probably the ones who deal with maths and codes, right? Yeah, why not? So I say, "Uh, Danny, I've spent one minute and 30 seconds looking at this board, but now I've just seen something in the bottom right corner. Let me describe it to you in the next 30 seconds. Okay. This is is why it took us two minutes. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, So yeah, what is this? This is, uh, it's a little, almost like a code, PW equals sh hyphen f comma b hyphen hyphen k oh that's two of them there just one for the first one two for the second and the hyphens represents uh, smudged out uh, letters now is that first one sh blank blank is that sure. two hyphens on the first one as well yes okay yeah. so pw equals now i think if i had to put two letters into those shelf shelf and book right i would assume so password equals shelf. Oh, i didn't think about book. it being password but i think maybe. that's password equals shelf, i was thinking that maybe we'd be looking for a book on a shelf written by pw or something and then it's r d of d hyphen hyphen r k hyphen hyphen b but that's one big word and i think that word is going to be doorknob Ooh, that's interesting d o o r k n o b lovely um I don't know what RD of doorknob would yeah, be. R comma D. Yeah, the first one is PW equals. This one is R comma D of. Yeah, right. That's curious. Diamond. But we haven't looked at the door, so maybe. Right. Maybe it'll make perfect it'll sense. It'll make perfect sense in the context of the doorknob. Hmm. But I'm saying, I'm going to write PW equals. I'm pretty sure it's shelf comma book. And I'm pretty sure it is RD of doorknob. 
The idea of that. I was still thinking of the bookshelf and I was going, oh, it's going to be the research and development of Dirk Oob. <laughs> and I don't think it matters that the words, the letters we put in are Elu Uno. Man, it's a lot of O's. Yeah, Elu- I wouldn't have thought that was relevant. Okay, that seems interesting. That does seem interesting. Where do you think we should go next? Well, I look, it's either we go to the, to the book or the do- doorknob, but shelf book doesn't really help, mm. I think. So perhaps the door might be a more interesting thing to look at and the doorknob might have something that we could figure out what R and D means. Maybe. Maybe it's research and development of the doorknob. Exactly. Maybe that's the book. The research and development of the doorknob. And then you have to figure what book it is on which shelf and that's the code. Oh, I thought you meant we would find a book on the shelf that was research and development of doorknobs throughout history. Yeah, yeah. And then Uh, that, and then the placement of that. (laughs) Yep. The placement of that (laughs) is on, let's go to the book. Oh, you want Sorry. to go to the bookshelf? When I say bookshelf, I mean door. Let's go to the door. Let's go to the door. The door matches the style, the style of the rest of the cabin. Uh, you don't notice that the doorknob is recently replaced. It's shining chrome. <laughs> you feel around it, hoping for any clues. Notes the company name, edges. The only thing that stands out to you is apparently the doorknob is four centimeters wide exactly. Good to know. Radius diameter. Radius diameter. Yay! Maths. Not much maths, but okay. maths enough. I'm happy. So this means that the password is going to equal some kind of shelf number, some kind of book number. So like shelf two, book four, Ooh, and then I'm with you two four, and yep. that feels like a, maybe a four digit code. It could be. Unfortunately, all the boxes were three digit codes. So, so far, that right? for people, if if we're going too fast for people at home, because we're just so <laughs> smart. <laughs> if we're going too fast for people at home, uh, if it's four centimeters wide, we think R and D of doorknob is radius diameter. Diameter is four centimeters. Radius is two centimeters. And for people playing along at home, four centimeters uh, is how many inches? Like three? Oh, no, 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 not three inches. One, two and a half inches, inches is. Two and a half centimetres is one inch, is one inch roughly, so like we're 2.52 or something. It's, who cares? All right. <laughs> I gave up on my so bit when I had to less than two inches. Maths. In fact, wow, that's quite small. Okay, it's tiny. What a tiny what little thing. Thank you, Thank you, Vicky. All right. Um, so that's four minutes down. Yep. We now have the RD of doorknob. <laughs> if there's time at the end, then I think we canonically put back in that we spent an extra couple of minutes just going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if we need to get, if we need to get to the 59 minutes. Get some little googly eyes. <laughs> Shall we head to the bed? Or maybe we follow up what we've got here and we look at the books to see if there's anything interesting that we could immediately go shelf book. Oh, I kind of want to check out the bed. All right, let's do the bed. Let's I, feel like go... it's, I feel like it's more likely we'll find something we need in the bed than the bed will be the end of a puzzle That's fair. Bar. All right, minute number five is spent looking at a bed. Uh, it's a nice, comfy-looking two-person bed. Soft covers, fancy linen. Clearly, this professor likes to sleep in style. You look around and see any if you see any like anything suspicious, any clues around. You don't notice anything in the bed, but as you feel around, you hear a little a hollow thump underneath. Uh, you, you step around a bit more, and apparently there's an area on the bed that's hollow. Excellent. Taking a closer look, you kneel down to see what's going on. You see a set of wires running from a hatch that appears to be closed towards the middle bookshelf on the far end of the room. Oh, wow. That's far. So this is a hollow section of the bed or of the floor underneath the bed? Uh, it's uh, th- There's four boards. And if you step okay. around it, you hear a hollow, hollow noise. Gotcha. Okay, so it's like a, like a trap door almost. Yeah. But we haven't opened it. Uh, some hollow section under the floor. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
and it is connected by wire across yep. the room towards mm-hmm. the middle bookshelf. Correct. Okay, well, I think we need to follow this wire. This sounds exciting. This sounds very promising. All right. Minute six. Let's follow these wires to the bookshelf of interest. Beautiful. The bookcases take up the entire left side of the cabinet wall. There's three distinct cases, and there's probably over 100 books. The left bookcase continues to be very old, very old books, uh, centuries, decades, millennia old, old letter bound. Millennia old. Shapes and shapes and sizes. The middle one contains more modern-looking books. Uh, these appear to be more used about twelve-dimensional quantum fields, theoretical complex particles, all sorts Standard of stuff, stuff. That, that goes way above your head, but it's probably <laughs> very important when doing theoretical science. And the rightmost bookcase contains a lot of more modern reading novels. Weirdly, they're all still wrapped in plastic. So, if they're if they're a reader, then they haven't gotten to this section yet. Now. Can we... The wire that we found already, Mm -hmm. does it connect to any kind of specific book or place on that middle bookshelf? You see it go onto the bottom side of the bookshelf and then you can't trace it anymore. Okay, so it's like there'll be some kind of book in this bookshelf that will maybe, like, open the trapdoor. A book about trapdoors. If we wanted to look closer at these bookshelves, are they, like, explicit time costs for future searching or would we want to know what we're looking Each for? Each bookshelf is going to cost you two minutes to take a closer look at. Yikes. Okay. Do you want to have a closer look in the middle bookshelf? I mean, it feels like we should, doesn't it? It does. And I can't think of what else we do right now with our time. I mean, we could go back and feel around with some of those boxes. But... Oh, we could also check the boxes. You're right. But no, I feel like the middle bookshelf. I think it's our most good. solid. Yeah. Let's spend two more minutes bringing us to what? Eight minutes? Yeah. All right. uh, and let's play around in this modern in this modern book physics book shelf. The books on the shelf are definitely used often. You can see little uh, dust. You can see a lot of markings and like um, what do you call them? Folded pages, like folded corners, like a dog-eared page. Dog, dog ears, yeah. You, you pick out one at random, and you hear a little click noise. You go, oh, carefully put it back. <laughs> nothing, nothing happens. Yet, but you probably better not just pick out random books. If you take mm. a closer look over the shelf, you see that the books are not flush with the back of the bookcase. So they're all just slightly pulled back. Apparently all these books have switches behind them. Huh. And That's do we see any, curious. like, there's no, there's no obvious titles or anything that mean... They're all complicated physics books. Like, we mm. had Quantal Entanglement, we had 12-dimensional quantum fields. They're all these types of physics books. Yeah. All right. So nothing crazy specific. If I were a nuclear physicist and I were going to pick a specific science-y book to be my special secret button book, Mm -hmm. I might uh, choose the one that was nearest and dearest to my heart, the one that I published myself in my thesis. So you want to go back to the boxes on the Uh, desk is what you're trying to transition to? I think so. But just, there's also, a, there's also a manuscript box. True. Mm. Well, that's unpublished books. How's that going to help us? <laughs> okay, do you want to read, spend two minutes trying to interpret the thesis box markings? You can have a mess around with that one. I, I think so. Let's do it. Let's spend two minutes let's interpreting the thesis box Examine the first markings. box. It is a uh, wooden box on the desk. So we're on now on up to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You notice that there are some, some markings, like someone has written something on it with pen or something and appears to be like a little bit of a riddle on top of that 
Would you like to read this riddle, Danny? More than three I shall be. It is easy to eat me. I can appear in the sky. I am the A squared plus B squared guy. Well, I know who the A squared plus B squared guy would be. That's a hypotenuse. Yes, it's Pythagoras, probably. Oh. <laughs> or it could be a hypotenuse, I suppose. But I'm assuming it's, <laughs> the guy would be Pythagoras, right? More than three I shall be. Four. <laughs> uh, it is easy to eat me because seven, eight, nine. Uh, I can appear in the sky, like cloud nine. <laughs> you are going in a very different direction. I am the A squared plus B squared guy, like <laughs> Pythagorai nine nine. Uh, uh, what are you thinking? I'm thinking it's pi. Oh, yeah, that's probably makes sense. More than three. More easy than three. to eat easy in the sky. Eat, appears in the sky, and it's Pythagoras. <laughs> I liked mine better. <laughs> okay, so this, is a, this means pi. Oh, and that is... Probably the code for the box. 314. Three-digit code. That would make sense. Can we put in 314 on the three-digit lock of the box? The box opens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you expect to find like a, a stack of assignments, but you only find a single page from a thesis from one of Abigail's students. A student going by the name of Antoine Manhattan. Uh, at first, it looks like another complicated series of science mumbo jumbo but a few words catch your eye blast radius oh. <gasps> four centimeters you're hoping <laughs> it's a little explosion you're hoping to find the word theoretical in there somewhere <laughs> but instead you find the word prototype ah. antoine manhattan's blast radius prototype is what i've written <sighs> dr manhattan and his manhattan project Red. And a bit alarming. A bit alarming. Now, does that? Do you think that means that the other two boxes will also have riddles that will answer? Will open them? That's tempting. Now, is I like I like sitting down and doing a riddle. Is there any reason you think that we shouldn't spend our time doing this? No, like, that seems great. I'm, I think this I'm is excited. a good use of time. I'm having fun with it. Then let's. We've got this. We've got a, a the page from the thesis is Antoine Manhattan's blast radius prototype. Mm -hmm. um, why don't we spend two more minutes trying to read the scratchings on the manuscript box? All right. We're a fifth of the way through our time. <laughs> this, this is a little bit of a shorter riddle. Nice. Another riddle. Okay. Oh, get out of here. That, I don't know if that conversion works. The number of liters <laughs> in an ampere curves in a square, oceans in the air. I mean, zero, oh. zero, zero seems to me to be the appropriate solution. Or here. potentially infinite, really. I'm going to say zeros. Do you think there's infinite oceans in the air? I think there are infinite curves in a square. I think there are zero curves in a square. I think it's all straight lines. Well, you know, a circle is made up of infinite straight lines. I'm sure it works in reverse as well. Ah, that must be true. Um, I mean, to me, that's like, leaders don't go into amperes. Amperes are a completely different unit. Oh, so what we need to type in is syntax error? <laughs> I'm going to say zero, 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 perhaps. More, more, more likely than a syntax error. <laughs> Uh, do you want to try zero 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 on well, the? Well, no, you part? clearly want to try zero zero zero. Well, obviously I do. I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I did the first one. Can we try zero zero zero? After a bit of going, like, where's the S? And how do you fit a syntax error <laughs> on a three-digit lock? You spend some time, and you find a. You expect to find like a complicated manuscript. Maybe they're working on their next book. Professor Abigail has written some stuff after all. And it says there's little notes. It's a bit, it's a bit faded, and there's a bit, there's a bit torn, so you don't have the entire note. Would you like to read this? Oh, okay. To whomever reads this, there is not much time. 
Some of the ink has been smudged. Against my will. More smudges. You can only make it. They have captured my beloved. Demand a demonstration. Oh dear. That's unfortunate. Whomever reads this, there is not much time. Blah, 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 blah. Against my will. Blah, 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 blah. They have captured my beloved. Demand a demonstration. Okay, well, this is like a cry for help. That's good. That that, that feel makes me feel almost reassured. Do you reckon because we could just find their beloved and then they won't blow up the world? I don't know how much of an option we've got for that, but at least it means that this person is ostensibly sort of on our side. They don't mm. want this to be happening. Maybe. I disagree. I think if someone demands a demonstration of most likely some kind of blast radius prototype, they're a bad person and it's not a good situation. I, for one, don't want people to blow things up. I mean, I'm not, I don't think that the Boring. <laughs> Wait, no, someone else has captured their beloved yeah. and is demanding a demonstration. It's not, you have captured my beloved, so I demand you blow things up. Ah, uh, that's fair. I thought as well, like, they've captured my beloved. This demands a demonstration oh. of my power. I will destroy the world. Oh, I'm yeah, no, not how I interpreted it. That's okay, fair. this explains our different reactions. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Okay, that was cool, but not a solution to a puzzle that I've no, seen No, not yet. Do we spend three more minutes looking at the final box? I feel like we don't have much choice. I feel like we yeah, must. Yeah, what's the worst that'll happen? Okay. It'll, there'll be a demonstration of a blast rate. Oh, God, we're now a quarter of the way through our time. Three minutes is a lot of minutes. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> uh, you, look at the, you look at the third box. The letters are a bit more faded, so it's going to take a little bit more time to, to work it out. Okay, so we're only able to make out a couple of letters. So yeah, we've got what seems like maybe three words, yeah. but we only know a couple of the letters of fly, them. Fly, friend. So for instance, oh, okay, so we got why dried or fly for the first one. We're not mm -hmm. totally sure. How drought or crow for the last one. Oh, for the second one, sorry. And just just to clarify, these are all um, different interpretations of the same word. So yeah, uh, yes. Dry trout drench, you think is one way to interpret the entire word. Fly crow yep. hen is another way to interpret the entire word. Absolutely. Yep. Ah, okay. What should we do with this now? Damn, I wanted. Because this to... is going to be some actual word or phrase that we need that will be what is technically written here. I was trying to make it sound like or numbers. Letters. Yeah. But the problem with uh, that is I go, oh, when, drench, or hen? That sounds like 10. Perfect. That's two digits. Hmm. This is tricky. Interesting. And what would the first, what would why, dry, fly? Why, dried, This is interesting. Yeah, I have no idea how to get a three-digit code out of this. If that is indeed what we're getting out I'm of it. I'm assuming, it feels like we are. It's what we got out of the, all the others. Mm. If you look at the way that the letters are written, it's definitely a single word. Uh, oh. It's, it's definitely like one word. You can you can make out the Y, you can make out the O, you're pretty certain about those, you're not sure what's in between. And the E is also, you're pretty sure there's an E there. You're just not entirely sure about what letters are surrounding it. That's okay. interesting. So it's one word, and those are the letters Y, O, and E explicitly. Yeah. Like the final yeah. word will have those letters in them. Yeah. Uh, it could be hypotenuse. That's, the, that's what I've got at the moment. But if it is something that, that owl fits. sound, like how, you know, drow, then that wouldn't quite work. It works I mean, with an O, could. but not with that. It, it very well still that could owl be. feeling. You're also reminded of the fact that uh, Professor Abigail is a uh, nuclear physicist. Hydrogen. Hmm. 
could be hydrogen. <laughs> could. Hydrogen also fits with the idea of like a nuclear bomb, which it is going does, to be developed it does. Here, a hydrogen bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, hydrogen, if it's any kind of number, what would just be zero zero one? As Potentially. One. So if if we think it's hydrogen, we could try zero zero one. We could. You put in zero zero one, and it opens. Um, okay. You're right. Looking at them now, it does just look like it says hydrogen. Yeah, mm. and that's why I think I got thrown off by the the slight difference in the O sound yeah. in how and drove. When you were doing why, well, when I'm like, yep, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, again, yeah, Bill, you're pretty close. I get it. Oh yeah. man, that's I annoying. should have stuck with the crow. Yeah, fly crow hen. Oh, that's so annoying. Hydrogen. <laughs> yeah, and that's why right, I that's was right. like a bit hesitant to say like, well. Oh. <laughs> You you say you say is the O or O? Well, it's written down. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Anyway, uh, okay. The, the box clicks open. Uh, inside, you find a um, blueprint. Ooh. Um, there appears to be some notes, uh, some 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 numbers written down in one handwriting, and some corrections made in a different handwriting. There appear to be um, the the blueprints are of. Um, yeah, it looks like a rocket almost. We got rocket blueprints with multiple, with two people putting notes and corrections yep. on it. We have a note about someone having stolen this person's beloved, and we have the fact that Antoine Manhattan's thesis page was to do with the blast radius and a prototype and a bomb. These all felt like they gave us a lot of fun world building and no solutions to problems, and we've spent. By my count, 16 minutes doing stuff now? That's what I have. That's that's worrisome, because now I don't know what to do next. I mean, again, we could check the other bookshelves. We still haven't done that. I suppose we should. What's, <sighs> and maybe we'll get some hint. Just as a just as little pointer, what did the password say? What did the little note on the um, blackboard say again? Uh, uh, password w. equals shelf, shelf book, book. RD, of RD of doorknob. Possibly. Yep. yep. Well, can we like? Pull... Or, or maybe that's not it. Maybe this will tell us what the shelf of the book is. Maybe the RD of doorknob is the shelf book. So it's not like maybe that's the connection. I don't know what the PW in, it, in that case is, but maybe it is on shelf two, book four. That is the book that we're looking oh, for. Oh, I mean, maybe the power wire. I'm not sure. We could give it a look. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that would by finding a shelf book we'd add to that code, but yeah, let's try that. Let's go to the second shelf of the middle bookcase, book number four, and try and pull it to see if it opens. You find a book. The book is called Quantum Entanglement, and as you pull it, you see it's indeed written by Professor Abigail. Makes sense oh. to use your own book for a code like this. You hear a little Thank click, you. and you hear a little popping noise. You look over your shoulder and you find um, that the little secret hatch under the bed has lifted open. Well done. I Yeah, you're right. It was because I'd already interpreted and I yeah. hadn't really looked at it. But when you look, it's like I get it now, shelf the commas book, fit. And then RD. It's like shelf yeah. comma book, R comma D. So like the, that's where the overlap yeah, is. Yeah, you're right. Makes perfect sense. But because of like the layout, I wanted shelf book to be the overlap with doorknob. And so it's like PW exists and RD is, you know, like I had that kind of connection. Which is in my interesting because there's nothing inherent about the way that it's written that makes it no. look like that. No, it's just oh. I didn't reinterpret it. All right, like let's that. take a look at this bed hidey hole. And you, you open the, 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 the thing a bit further, the trapdoor a bit further, and it's an uncomfortably thin looking 
tunnel. Uh, it's going to take Ooh. you five minutes to think to squeeze all the way down. Oh dear. And then you'll be landing somewhere where you can hear some humming coming from downstairs. I mean, look, there's nothing else to do than spend those five minutes. No, I guess not. Let's do it. All right, so you're up to 21 minutes. Yikes. You climb down, and as the last, the, as you go down, the, the humming becomes louder. You fall down maybe a foot or so to find yourself in an underground science lab. <laughs> nice, nice. You notice a couple of things. In the middle of the room stands a tall metal cylinder with a little glass window. It's going to take you four minutes to take a look at that. Connected to them are five pipes. Four diagonal ones connecting to each of the corners, and one connected to uh, the opposite door, so the, the far door. Ooh. There's a couple of things you can look at. So on the far side, the one first away from you, is a big metal door. It's going to take you three minutes to take a look at that. On the top right is a series of metal filing cabinets with little, um, like, desk, what do you call them? Like, little porthole, like, the thing you where you can put in a floppy disk. Gotcha. It's on the far right. On the bottom right is a complicated looking setup with lasers. On the bottom <laughs> left is a desk with a computer. And on the top left is a big microscope setup. And the filing cabinets, the lasers, the, the computer and the microscope take you each two minutes to take a look at, take a close look at. And so effectively, each of these pipes leading from that central chamber connect like one pipe connect over to where the microscope is the other yes. one connects over to yeah. where ah, the gotcha. laser grid is and then the one of them connects to the door so it's like five things to do five pipes to lead to okay if we looked at everything in this room it yep. would take us two four six eight ten eleven uh, fifteen 12, minutes fifteen minutes oh boy got, that's okay that's we got all right minutes to spare, so i shouldn't be worried about looking at i'm, all I'm these afraid things. that there's another door I mean, hey look we saved four minutes by not looking at those boring bookshelves fingers crossed and we didn't need to look at any of those boxes. What a waste. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would you like to look at first, Danny? Okay. Part of me wants to save time by not looking at the middle thing. But on the other hand, we won't know what we're trying to achieve without yeah, looking at the middle thing. let's find our goal by looking at this middle I, I thing. I guess it so. It clearly is connected to everything else and therefore is the most important. Yeah, all right. Let's four spend four stupid minutes, minutes. Bringing us to 25 minutes mm -hmm. total, looking oh. at this central chamber cylinder thing. So there's five pipes connecting to a big metal cylinder. You look inside and there's a little glowing ball thing. It's it's very faintly glowing. And it appears to be moving very slowly. You can see four red lights above each of the diagonal pipes. So just straight up, straight above it. There are four lights. I have to do it. You can't. Second reference I've seen to that today, Billy. You can't put Old four news. lights anywhere without someone having to say, There are four lights! How close. <sighs> Sorry. Stop. I forgot what you were saying. I was preparing to say that. There are four lights above red. They are red. They are above each of the pipey things. Well, the, the, the diagonal the, the ones. The four diagonals, yeah. yeah. There's also a little console, computer screen type thingy, with a little keyboard, and there's four prompts. There's, there's some text on it, but it's going to take you another minute to figure out exactly what it says. Yeah, I mean, it feels like we feel want like those we prompts, have to. right? Yeah. Let's spend a minute. Uh, it's a bit blurry, so it's going to take you a second, so it takes you about a minute to decipher. There's four distinct prompts laid out on the computer scene. The first one says payload, and has between parentheses two minutes. The second says door override, ten minutes. Data, two minutes. And roof, two minutes. Yikes. Yeah, I hope we don't need all of these. Override? That's so long. We're going to get trapped in here forever. I don't want to press any of these things. I'm too worried. 
Yeah, and who knows if we'll even be able to with red lights going on. I feel like we've got to disarm this thing, assuming it yeah, needs disarming. Yeah, I think we need to start heading to these corners. Would okay. you like to pick a corner? Microscope corner. Let's go to the microscope. Two more minutes. It's a enormous microscope, so think less the thing you would use to look at petri dishes and think more like a reverse telescope thing. It's, it's that big. But I, I'm glad because that is exactly how I've drawn it, as <laughs> inept with microscopes as I am. Nice. You take a closer look at it, it appears to be a little four distinct sort of lenses. You see a little flash as four cameras simultaneously take a picture of something. There is a question mark beeping on the screen, on the little console screen, it says total number of atoms, question mark. Oh boy. And there's, you can see that on the screen there is room for four images that are slowly loading, like you would have an old dial-up connection. They're being processed fairly slowly, and I'm going to show you the first of them now. Oh no! I see what this is, and I am awful at these. So this looks like four atoms, four hydrogen atoms, to the ones to the donuts. However, they are placed in very different spots on the screen, so much so that three of them are partially cut off. Mm. And what I'm going to guess is that the other images that we see as this load are going to show slightly different angles that may include the non-cut-off versions, and we have mm. to like try to splice them together appropriately. Yeah, it's like when you're given a couple of photographs, like how many people are in the scene, or what, and you have to see the bits that could overlap or the bits that connect up Was to get it... an image of the total sort of situation. Yeah, we can't do too much with just one picture. Yeah, one picture. I mean, so far the answer is uh, four atoms. Woohoo! You enter four, and... No, no, I it's... don't enter four! No! <laughs> Uh, the wrong. other ones are still, are still loading. It's going yeah. to take you quite a while. And the question mark just keeps flashing gently. Okay. Uh, feels like we should go somewhere else. Maybe we can check back in on this later. Or does it want a separate number for each of the pictures? What do you mean? Like, is it like oh, the next one like will load once you've said something, there are four something, here? Something. And they get oh, harder. I suppose. I don't think that's true if the others are loading. I, I but maybe if we true. come. Okay, it is true. Uh, then let's 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 put in four. These are four atoms. Four. Uh, you spent. It's it's going to give you incorrect, and it's going it to know load it's you. About. It's going to spend a good minute to load another picture. Oof. Um. Okay. What do you want to look at next? Well, here, we'll look another picture. Oh, we've loaded. actually got the next picture. Yeah. Ooh, this one has arrows on it. This has a little arrow like and a the little top. compass. Sort that of thing. could be the top of the this box here. Yeah. Very well. Just to clarify, the little sort of crosshair thingy is supposed to be the middle of the picture, and the other ones, the top one, is supposed to have that as well. But for some reason, intriguing. Sure, but obviously, this doesn't give this. This still doesn't give us any new atoms. I think that's Mm. the same atom as this. As I jump between the top right atom of the first picture, I believe is very similar to it. Bottom kind of little bit that we see of this other picture. Looks pretty likely. I feel like we need to look at something else for I'll give this thing time. Yes, I suppose so. I'm worried that it won't load more unless we give a, fa- a incorrect answer every time, but there's nothing new that we've gleaned from that second one. Mm. So maybe we can come back to this and see what happens. I don't think And if we come back choice. and another one hasn't loaded, then we can know Mess that we have to then. keep yeah. I think about it a little bit more um, and then the third image loads. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, okay, we've got the same crosshair, but we've got a bit of new stuff going on. Well, so, yeah, the crosshair looks like it'll move. All the, like, it's just, it's not a, it's not on the surface. Oh. Right? So the crosshair is yeah. the center of any picture. So this I'm is with a you. different area you. as opposed to, because otherwise there would be an atom next to this crosshair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand isn't. now. So this is another section here. 
Now, I would imply, I would say that this third picture adds two whole atoms. Because mm. on our first image, we have this atom off to the and top left from the middle. There's a bit of overlap left. there. It has a red one, I think, just cut off in the corner. So in, at like uh, ten o'clock on its on its digit. I think that's the, that's something there. Maybe. And I think on this third one, that doesn't match up to either of these atoms. Like this one cannot be. So the, the leftmost one here cannot be the leftmost one in the first picture. No. Or we could, or we'd be able to see its atom. Sure, sure. Oh, it's electron. So I think this is adding to us. I don't think there's any overlap. Okay, so you think those two on the far right are the far left two in the first picture? I think they are the far left two. Yeah, but then we do still have, it looks like, two more. I think this gives us two ones. new atoms mm -hmm. in the situation. Well, that's good. That's something. So I think now the total is at six. But there's still one more image There is left still one load. more image, and if it hasn't already loaded, that we can go do something else. Mm. Or we can let... Then uh, why don't we come back to this after? Sure. Looking at the filing cabinets. Interesting choice. What do you look at? I don't know. One, probably the lasers. All right, let's go to the lasers. We'll go to the laser grid instead. Spend two more minutes and head to laser town. A complicated setup of lasers. There is a laser coming from the bottom and it's firing through sort of a maze of <gasps> lenses and mirrors. Yes, yes. I labeled them box center and emergency. The center one is, is the one that appears to connect it to the pipe coming from the center console. Okay. The one labeled box is connected to another piece of paper that is has like a little pinhole thing that the laser could go through. It's like a um, keyhole almost. And you can see like a piece of paper. You can't quite make it out because the box is currently locked. And on the far right, you have a, a little thing labeled emergency. You see a bunch of wires coming from that, going through different parts of the room, but you're not entirely sure what it's supposed to do. You look at these, these are little sort of mirrors thing, and they're quite precise. So you can turn anyone you like, you can flip them basically, mirror, flip them around, mirror them, mm -hmm. so I could say. It's going to take you a minute to flip each of them. Wah! I hate it! That stings. Okay, do we have anything that we explicitly want? Because I feel like this is going to be one of those things where we don't get to do everything. That's too much. Obviously, we want to power up the center. Well, unless that causes the explosion. I have no idea what's happening. The thing in the middle is moving slowly right now. Mm, but it feels right. like we want to activate this thing in the middle. But we could also activate the emergency and activate the box. I think I'm going to have to sacrifice box. But what if there's, there's a piece of paper I know. in there? An important piece of paper. This is very difficult. I don't like this any more than you. <laughs> but I do see a way to get to the center. With very few moves? We, want to not, we don't want to move many of these mirrors. It's a couple of moves. Four, I think. I think I can do it in two. What? Yeah, you can do it in two. How? You move, uh, so the light is currently coming in at, we have a 10 by J grid. 10 by 10. 10 by J um, <laughs> grid, where the light will come in at one end, and throughout there are these slashes. There, there which are diagonal lines that represent so mirrors. Anytime it hits a mirror, it will bounce either left or right based on the orientation of the mirror. Now, I For believe... For instance, if you have... They're currently all in backslash position. Yes. If you approach a backslash from the bottom and hit it, you will, you will left. bounce left. If you 90 degrees the left. backslash from the top, you would go... 90 degrees right. Right. You can currently see the laser hitting 5C, going to 2C, bouncing against yep. 2F, and bouncing off the wall to the left. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if we turn mm -hmm. F2... Yeah. 
and flip it to oh the opposite God, orientation, right. it would fire all the way off to the right I didn't to even where see 9F. 9F is. And at this point, it would go down, but we don't want it to. If so we flip 9F, it would go up, and then it would bounce to the centre. So You're with right, two I'm minutes a fool. of effort, we could bounce straight to the centre. We'd only need to change F2 and F9, and it would then go up, left, up, right, up, left, and then up through the centre. That feels worth it to me. Two minutes would get us to the centre. It, we'd be sacrificing box. We'd be sacrificing emergency. We could spend some time right now, non-game time, non-game time. <laughs> you can see this at home, but he is, he is pointing at the DM in a very threatening manner. Uh, they understood from my tone <laughs> uh, to see what, what the time cost would be to get to, say, emergency. Hmm. Emergency, for example, can only be reached from 8G. There is a single mirror on its line and you need that to get in there, right? Because yep. you can't go diagonally. And we so, can't get it from above, so we'd have to flip it. Currently, it would need to be flipped. There's no way to come down into it. So that's a minimum one minute to flip that. The one leading to it, 8C, I believe, would also need to be flipped. I don't see any way around that. Yeah. Yeah. So for it would have to be coming from below that one. So that's a two minute minimum. I don't this know feels the best like a way lot. to get there. It looks like a lot of time spent to get to emergency. Um, Box as well. I feel like box, box would cost four. I, I saw it costing minimum four when I was first mm. looking. We'd have to turn the box one yep. to get to it. So the, the one right in front of box would have to be flipped to get from, and something would have to come down from above, which, which means, means we'd, we'd also have, have to flip, flip the one oh, above it. And the one then getting if we flip, to that does not have to flip, but the one getting to that one would have yeah, to flip. Yeah, so there's, there's four mirrors yeah, in total we need to flip flipping. to get to that. So it feels minute, like the two move center is the best option. I think maybe we ignore the box, ignore the emergency. Do you want to set it up now to go to the center? Yeah, it hurts my heart, but it feels like a good plan. All right, so we're going to flip uh, F2 and F9, mm -hmm. spending two minutes two so that F the light goes from F. the 5-1 to the center, J5. And just for future reference, these mirrors will remain the way you tilted them. So if you go back to this puzzle yep. later, you could oh, cool. imagine these are still in this position. Right. The laser bounces off. Bing, bing, bing. That's the little sound lasers make. And yeah. it hits the little thingamajig that's connected to the center. You hear a, little, a single bing. The humming becomes a little bit louder. Hmm. Mm. I don't know if we're doing the right thing. Probably. Okay. And I'm assuming as if we glance at the uh, main tube, has one of those red lights turned on? And um, changed to green or something? You've looked at the red tube before, of the middle tube before, so it's not going to take you any more time and one of the red lights the one connected to this section indeed turns on green green is good danny green is usually good green is good how's that microscope picture looking uh still loading i'm afraid oh come on all right well let's go to a different thing filing cabinets yeah okay i was interested like do we know that we can i mean we haven't looked at them i was worried that we might not be able to open them okay well then let's go to the computer okay yeah, two minutes, we're going to go ahead to the computer. Perfect. You're in 35 minutes now. Yep. Arrgh. We still got heaps of time. Yeah, pro probably. What you first thought was a computer on second glance looks a lot more like an oscilloscope, the wave generator. Yeah, you know that sciencey thing, like when you uh, see so when you hear someone's voice and they try to do the visual representation, so you can see the lines going up and down in a big curvy. When you're hanging out with the Hardy Boys in a graveyard and you want to find <laughs> ghosts, yeah, frequency, that sort of stuff. You know, those ways. There's a uh, small green uh, screen, mm -hmm. and above the little screen is a small note 
which has a picture of a waveform above it. Uh, to the right is a series of four buttons, and each of the buttons has a little dial next to it, ranging from one to three. Currently, all the dials are set to two. Ooh, okay. Well, the one that is on the post-it note, so perhaps the goal oscilloscope mm -hmm. reading, goes up to a Y value of two. Mm -hmm. It goes to a Y value of negative one, two, three, four. Mm -hmm. So perhaps one of these would be set to two, one set to four, whichever represents the Y values that way. But there is no way to set it to four. They only go to three. That's a very good point. Uh, two, three, four. That's, that's a very good point. And then it goes through one and three on the positive X values. For when it passes through zero. Yes. So for <laughs> the when X it goes, intercepts. The X intercepts. And then to, through negative one and negative three. Yeah. Now, we don't know what 2222 two, two, two represents, right? As in like what uh, numbers they could be, because we don't know the scale. Yes. That's fair. Now, we could turn it on, I'm assuming, to see what a 2222 two, two graph looks like. Mm. If you press a button, you, you, you start with number one, it lights up, and you get a little sine wave. Uh, actually, you're going to cycle through all of them just to make it easier for me. Yeah, sure. You press the number, you press the number one, uh, it lights up, the, number, the, the button lights up, and you get the top left wave. You close it down again, you press the number two, you get the second wave, the one on the top right, go to the third one, same thing, go to the last one, same thing. So currently you're just going through all of them and they each give you a very particular wave. So if I, can, if I can ask more specifically, mm -hmm. so the top left of these images which is a sort of a Wario moustache W. I was thinking um, of my moustache through a it looks lot of just times. Like I also think of Danny's moustache. <laughs> it should take a moment to think about Danny's moustache. Which goes from pl plus two to, to mm -hmm. minus two, mm. and, uh, negative and then one, it hits negative the three, same, three. It hits the same uh, X values that the, that the goal did. That happens when we press the first, like the top of the four vertical buttons. Yes. And which it, is currently set to two. Mm. The next one in the top right is what happens when we press the second of the vertical yes, buttons. And if you turn off the first one and turn on the second one, you get this little wave. Okay, but we haven't tried having, say, multiple ones at the same time or anything like that. Not yet. Okay. Now, these are all currently set to two. They mm -hmm. represent what those buttons are mm -hmm. when set to two. So, like, the third one, the very third simply, one is Y is equals a, two. By the, it's a horizontal line of Y equals two. Yeah, that's nice. I don't know what's going on in the second one. The that second one, is one is erratic. It's, it stays at zero for a while until it hits negative two. Then it goes from negative two to negative two on the, from the X to the mm. Y, like a diagonal line. Then it goes up through one to positive two, positive two. It's very strange. And then it goes back down again. The fact that it's flat on the left yeah, is a crazy kind of boy. The other one is just a straight line. And then the last one is like a more, a higher frequency version of... Is that what I want? Yeah, high frequency version of the first one. So it happens more often. It still goes from, it goes down to negative between two. Between negative two and two, yeah. Yeah, it still goes between two and two, but it happens twice as fast. Oh, one more thing I would like to add. Underneath uh, the screen, you see a some scraps of paper, like something someone has recently torn up a piece of paper. If you want to look at the torn up piece of paper, it's going to take you three minutes to... Oh. Three minutes, and that'll probably be like maybe they were the, were the labels for these buttons or something like that. So let's see if we can figure out roughly what might happen if we were to change the frequencies on these things. What do we think would happen? Okay, so and obviously our predictions could well be wrong. 
number three seems the easiest to manage. If we changed it to three, presumably the horizontal bar would go up to y equals three. Quite if we possibly. Put it to one, it would probably go down to y equals one. I'm not going to try it if it, unless it doesn't cost time. <laughs> oh, uh, this, this is a simple enough thing that uh, it, none of these things are going to cost you time. So, oh, that's nice. so if we leave three on and we flick it one, two, and three, does the line just go from y equals one, y equals two, yes. y equals three? It goes from, uh, if you turn to one, it goes down one level. If you turn to three, it goes up. All right. On the first one, which currently goes through between two and two, it goes like through one and three. I'm so sorry. I'm going to explain that better for people at home. Between the, a, a top value of y equals two and a bottom value of y equals negative two, <laughs> it goes through the x axis at one and at three. Or it changes every two, right? So at zero, it's at plus two. At two, it's at negative two. Right, so every yep. two it goes to one of those extremes. Sure, that's, that's what's going on. Okay, I think that's fair. And so, do you think that that would stay the same if we moved it to three, but go to between negative three and positive three? Or let's do you think find it would out. Change or the... will it change? We'll go far. Okay, so if we leave it on number one, which yep. currently goes from negative two to positive two over and over again, and takes two steps to do so, what happens if we change that to one? It goes. It, it it holds the same shape, roughly, but it does go from plus one to minus one. Okay. Okay. So it still takes two steps to get there. Yes. But it goes between plus one and minus one. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Number four, because yeah, I don't. I'm scared of going to number two. Number, number two is terrifying. It's just wild. Number four currently goes between plus two and minus two, the same way the other one did, except it takes. A single step every time. Yeah, it's happening more. So frequently. I would assume in this case, if we change one, two, and three, maybe it'll. Oh no, it's kind of set on two. Mm. So maybe it would still just go. It, let's set that to one. What does it do? Uh, it behaves the same. It goes from currently it's at it's at plus two. It goes to minus two, and it sort of checkers between them. If you go if turn to one, they go from plus two. They go to plus one, and from minus one to minus one. So, so far, the one, two, and three are always changing the Y value. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with the X. Great. Nothing to do with how fast it ticks or whether it ticks at all, right? We're changing it from either ticking between one and two, sorry, one and negative one, or two and negative two, or three and negative three. And again, on the second one, so the top right of this image, Mm -hmm. so button number two, it, it does go between two and negative two. It's just this weird thing it does at the start. What happens if we change this to one? The, the, the first bit remains flat, and then it goes to minus one, and then it goes to plus one. Interesting. Okay. So it stays flat until then... it needs to get to negative value to start mm. with, and it starts that yeah, two okay. ticks before it goes. So, yeah, this is almost just like there are going to be really long gaps between things. Like it'll do a down and an up and a down, and then maybe it'll flatline again for maybe. a while, something like that. What did our ideal one look like our again? Our ideal one goes between Ooh. two and negative four, That's which tough. is already kind of wild. It takes two steps every time, yeah. right? So to me, like immediately, like I, it looks the most like number one, except it's a little bit weirder. And it's the difference because it goes up to two, but down to negative four. Yeah. So that is kind of strange. What happens if we press, and again, maybe there's no answer to this, and please warn me if it's going to take real game time. (laughs) If we put in number one Mm -hmm. and number three, the third button as well, so the one that's just a horizontal line. Okay. What happens if both of those are pressed in at once and they're both set to two, for example? 
they look like a combination of the graph. So for example, let's start the first point. It starts at a four, for example, and then the point in the middle is at zero. It kind of looks like, uh, like it's like almost adding the gra adding those two waves together, if that makes sense. Okay, so it's like we've added y equals two to everything. So it goes, now instead of going between two and negative two, it goes between four and zero. Interesting. So that was actually for this. So it is basically the y value at any point is added together. Is that what's it going on? It seems to be, yeah. So because this one does the extra ticks, we get something That odd. is handy. So for example, so I'm going to just repeat this. And Danny, you can tell me if we're at the same level of understanding. Okay, okay. If, if it were the top left, which is number the button number one, yep. and the bottom right, which is the bottom number four, yep. mm -hmm. the, the, the two, the two uh, and I go, we have six or we have kind of have seven like ticks across the x-axis. Yeah, axis. seven notches. On the far left one, which is a zero on one graph, but a two one or two on the other graph, that would be up at two. Yep. The next one, which is a negative two here and a negative two here, Goes that down would be down at four. negative four. The which next is good tick, for us. Which is zero on one graph and two on the other uh -huh. would be at two. And then on the center, where it is two on one graph and negative two on the other, it would be zero. That is how I understand it. Okay, so we need to find something Great. where we can add these together in such a way. We have so many options. So we don't need to worry about curve height or anything. No. Right? We basically can say we've got six points, right? For number one, yeah. what do we? Seven. Yeah, can we say what do we need our points to be at? Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to yeah. do now, right? So I'm going to draw seven points. And what our goal is, is for those points to be, and please correct me if I'm reading this wrong, yeah. from left to right, I believe they should be one, the next one should be a negative four. Yes. The next one should be a one again. Yes. Okay. The middle should go up to two. Mm -hmm. Sure, looks like it. The next one should be a one, mm -hmm. then back to negative four. Yes. And then to one. Okay. So I have written out that our seven points from left to right, one, negative four, one, two, one, negative four, one. Great. So now we combine the ones that we know how to make to see if there's some combination of them where okay. we can level them out to this. This, this is like is a something. crazy version of those, like we did a lot of these puzzles playing Nancy Drew. Associated activation puzzles? Yes, like associated activation puzzles. <laughs> That's what we that call we them. We call them and we partially made up. But I love okay, it. can you go back to the picture? Yes. So we can mess around with this. Okay. The top, the top button, right? Those points will always be zero. And then negative x. Negative x. Okay. Zero, positive x. Zero, negative x, zero. Does that make sense? It does. It Where just seems like it's going to be complicated. Three. So we can either be, we can use that to either add or take away, like to do one, two, or three, but it only affects every second. Yep, piece, sure. Right? Okay. Number two sense. is going to be zero, zero, no matter what. The first two are always zero. I suppose the third one looks like is negative like one. Negative a half of what it's set. Effectively, at the moment, while it's set to two, the third tick is at one, right? Oh, I see. So negative x over yeah. two. Yeah, That's so negative x over two. <laughs> and then it's negative x. And then it's at zero. And then it's at positive x. And then it's at zero. And then number three is just x's across the board. Every single thing is set to X. Yeah, I shouldn't have started at X because I'm changing the letters as I go, so now I'm already done with Z. Ah, and then the last one is just positive, negative, positive, negative, positive, negative, positive. Every it's just swaps between them. Okay. So what did we need again? We needed one at the beginning. Cool. 
I'm just looking at the first one. We needed a one at the beginning. So far, it looks like our first positions are zero, zero, X, and X. You're right. So, so one of either three or four is has not to be on. set. Yeah. Or one of them has to be set to one. I mean, yeah. And the other one has to be not on, right? Yes, I suppose so. Let's set number four to one. I just want to. Okay. Our current totals are just one, negative one, one, negative one, one, negative one, one. Okay. Right? All right. Now, we are currently not low enough to get those negative fours, so it feels like number one, we need to make three. Yeah, let's see what happens. If number one goes to three, then our current layout will be one, Ooh, but, negative yep, okay. four. We'll fix it. We'll fix it as we go. Yep. One, positive. Two. I think that is correct. Maybe. That would be nice. So the two to get, because, yeah, on the first point, so the first one's into one, negative one, one, negative one, one. We're going to then go, ch don't change, negative three, don't change, positive three, don't change. Now, yeah, that's it. We okay. set number one, the top button, mm -hmm. to three. We set the fourth button to one, and, and we put them both the other on. Two off. And I believe that should get us the, rec the, the intended result. God, I hope so. The wave turns blue, and you hear bing coming from the center. Yes! Hey, everybody. I like it. That, that was, was like the most puzzly puzzle we've done. I'm sorry for that a was long very time. hard for us to describe, but it was a satisfying puzzle. If you didn't get follow along, feel free to pause and do it yourself. I reckon you can do it. This is what I like. This was very Nancy Drew. It was very Nancy Drew, and it was a lot of fun. Luckily, that took our science brains zero seconds. Um, <laughs> You still have the scraps of paper, which you can take a look at if you want. We're not spending three minutes on some scraps of paper. That's precious <laughs> time. If we get to the door and we have some time left, we'll look at those scraps of paper. But okay. so that did that turn on a light in the middle? Sorry. Yes. Hell yeah. And the humming is once again louder. Cue Bill with the humming noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not going to be able to get any louder than this. How's the microscope? Got to check every time. Still loading, I'm afraid. It really looks like it. you need to enter something, uh, enter something Boo. before it will give you an next image. Should we spend another minute putting yeah. six in? Or do, six is the current idea. Do you want to cheat and think there's going to be a seven? <laughs> sure. You Stick haven't entered actually six in yet. You, you, you theorized about putting in six. You haven't actually entered in six. No, we haven't. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to try six? Cheat or do you want to try put seven? No, maybe we should just put six. Okay, fine. But, but we'll put six, six. Is, pr is done now, so maybe we should cheat and put seven. Eh. Let's put six and, and okay. earnestly fail. We put six Bing. in. It goes, oh. it works. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and that's why I was like, I think you theorized about putting in six, but you know, <laughs> just always important. Yeah, to that would have been it. horrible if we had decided to skip it. My God. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first. Like, yeah, I definitely entered six. Did you? Did you really? Oh. Did that cost us an extra minute? Don't, no, it took no time at all, Danny. <laughs> We just ran up, we went six, enter, and then ran off. No time, zero <laughs> minutes. So it's not a reason. And the humming becomes louder once again. Mm. This is very unnerving. I don't like what we're doing here. We're going to blow everything up. It's good. I think All right. we are. Go to the cabinets. Two more minutes, I think. Let's go to the cabinets. Yep, two minutes. I think you're at 37 minutes. Yeah. I believe so. These are a series of six filing cabinets, and there's a little floppy disk thing connecting to the pipe. These are quite heavy and they're quite cumbersome to deal around. So you think if you want to look at one particular file, it's going to take you one minute to search it, take it out. Filing cabinets are, name, are numbered uh, 100 to uh, 699. The top one is numbered 100 to 33, and the one underneath 134 to 166, etc. Mm -hmm. There is a like metal, the metal tube connects to the floppy disk thing, 
and there is a file. It's a cardboard file and you where you expect a little tab, so where uh, the little tab on top, the sticky out part, if that makes sense. Yep. From the file. Uh, that's been torn off, but there is a number printed on the, the top, and that is uh, this number. And inside you find, uh, when you open up a file, appears to be a floppy disk that's been broken. It's damaged beyond repair. There is another little note on top of the little floppy disk thing, and there appears to be a series of numbers. Let me just show you what those numbers are. Okay, so to, 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 to go through it a little bit again, the cabinets themselves are labelled. Yes. They were labelled from what numbers? I, I, I thought you said from like 100, 100 to 699. Okay, so there's like the cabinet of 100, the cabinet of 200, the cabinet of 300, etc. split into three minia sections. And, those, and there's three sections, and it's so like the first of like, so from 100 to 133, and then to 699. Yes. Yeah. Great. Okay. Now, that file that had the floppy disk in it that was broken, it has a number on it. And the number looks like this for everybody playing at home. It is broken up into sets of two. So it is 16, 23, 35, 28. Clearly, as soon as we see a 28 and a 35, we know those aren't going to turn into letters of the English alphabet. Yep. Well, the Dutch alphabet. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so many letters. they got like 40 letters in there. Um, the Dutch alphabet has like seven secret S's that we've never mm. told you about. They just use them for secret communications. Uh, that's how they won the war. Um, the next one is 1202. So that one was written on the actual file. Yep. The rest are are written the on notes. a little note. 1202, 36, 25. 14, 18, 32, 24. 11, 23, 33, 27. And 16, 25, 32, 23. I don't know how to interpret this. Do you have an, a, a theory? Just You're a looking couple, at me like you have a theory. Just a couple the of little observations is that if you run down vertically, you'll notice that everything except the second column has a lot of similarity going for it. Like the starting numbers are 16, 12, 14, 11, 16. Yep. The next column is a little bit more haphazard. Really, from it's the two. The two stands out, but the yeah. others are pretty close. Then we've got 35, 36, 32, 33, 32, and then 28, 25, 24, okay, 27, right. 23. So most of the numbers are fairly similar yeah. in their column, except for in the second part where they've quite they got varied. got a bit more range. From two to 25. Yeah, it's interesting. There's um, definitely some overlap in some of these. Like there is a in little. the first column, there are two 16s. In mm. the second column, there are two 23s. Mm. In the third column, there are two 32s. 32s. And Not in the final in the column, column, there is no overlap. And also, that overlap changes which two things are overlapping all the time, yeah. right? Like the 16s are different from where the 23s are. So, one more piece of information I would like to add is um, the bottom right drawer, so the, the one. Uh, on the six, the six hundred uh, file cabinet is open, and if you can, uh, you can peer inside, and there's a bunch of differently colored files. There's white ones, there's yellow ones, there's blue ones, and there's red ones. The file, for example, with the broken floppy disk, is a yep. white file. That's what I was going to ask. Now, what colors were those? Sorry, yeah, white, white yellow. yellow, blue, red. And they appear to be fairly random, so it's not like alternating. Sure. Hmm, this is interesting. Does okay. the does the do, do any of the files in the box that are dip, in the, sorry in that drawer in that six sixty seven to six ninety nine drawer are they numbered with these sort of numbering patterns on them? 
you can spend another minute to take one out. Oh, wait a minute then. <laughs> I didn't agree to spend a minute. Will it also take a minute if I ask, do all of these files have floppy disks in them? Uh, you, you don't know. You can see that from here. All right. So do we wonder maybe that these numbers are going to identify where these files are and which files they are and all that sort of stuff? I would totally think that. I think it probably wouldn't be the worst idea to pick up another file to, do you want to spend with it. So we've got to spend a minute looking I, through the files. I think in this we drawer. might have to. Just, Let's just, do that. Are you looking for just you're, you're picking out any random file? You put a random file from the bottom right drawer. You're just. I'm happy to get one from the bottom right, the open drawer, the the six hundreds area. I would like one that matches the file that we already had. So yep. a white one then. Perfect. You find one a little bit further into the drawer that is white. Uh, this one does still have the tab. It also contains a floppy disk, and it's this number, 16233127. And if you look at the tab, uh, the number on the tab is this. So the one that we found is in the bottom right Which would fit section. for file 671. Yeah, so 671. And it is white, mm -hmm. and it has a floppy disk in it. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the one that we found on top with the broken floppy disk, that had a floppy disk and it was also white. And both of them start with 1623. But we don't know where that first one came from, did we? we did the right not. drawer was open, so probably from there. Good point. There are two things, there are two elements of these files that we know are the same. Mm -hmm. We know they are both white. We know they both contained floppy disks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are also two elements of their code that are the same. They yeah. both have 16. They both have 23. Yeah. So I thought perhaps the final ones might indicate where it is located. 3127 could be like to do with like the right thing, bottom shelf or something like that. But I guess probably not. This is number 671. The 16 and the 23 could indicate something to do with color and... and Con and, con and contents, mm. if you know what I mean. But the 31 and the 27 are different. And obviously it's, it's actual numbers going to be different too. To keep in mind that you did, you did take these things from the same drawer, effectively. Yeah. So. so they would be close together in number, presumably. God, I this have... one's tricky. Like, there's four sections, pretty much. Like, there's four like numbers being given. But, like, what are the numbers going to be representing? Hmm. How do we look, for example, for an 11, 23, 33, 27? If two things from the same area with the same contents only have, and that are the same color as well, have only half of their digits the same and the rest are different. What are you doing? You, you've got a calculator out? Yeah. What are you trying to do? <laughs> trying to see if I can use those numbers to make 671. Oh, yeah, that's fair. You could also mm -hmm. 671. And these, the numbers we have here have one, six, two, seven, three, one. Like the eight, the first digit is six, the second digit is seven, the third digit is one, but then there's a two, three that is meaningless. Mm. Mm. What else do you know about the file, Bill? Well, I mean, I know that it has a floppy disk and it's white. And given that the other thing had a floppy disk and it's white, mm. I would assume that the 16 and the 23 might indicate whiteness and floppy diskness because they're the same in both of our folders. And how would um, one of those numbers relate to whiteness? 
23 is the Wth letter of the alphabet. Yes. And 16 is, what letter is that? He. Don't know what that's for, but, but the 23 yeah. okay. could be white. This works. The second column, 23, 2, 18, 23, and 25, that is totally y, white. Uh, Y-B-R. Those are y, Y-B-R and uh, w. w. Sorry. Yeah. And Those are the colors one. Okay. Second column, colors. Cool. So the color is the second number. Great. Mm-hmm. A 23 would indicate a W for white. A 2 would indicate a B for blue. 18 would indicate the R for red. 23, the W for white again. And 25 would be the... Why so were yellow. you on the right track with the six, like ending with a six, ending with a one, ending with a seven? Like, cause you said the, oh, those, the, each little individual section ends with these numbers of yeah. six, seven, one, except we've got this pesky 23 here. And it is one, two, and three. And the top one would have come from oh, number, would be number six, eighty five. I didn't even notice that they started with one, two, and three. Which would also come from the same three. place. Well, it's because the middle oh. one throws you off. Cause then we have another one that starts with two as well. So it kind of throws it off. But once we assign that to color and ignore it. So can we... What do we want out of this? I think we want to collect those other folders that were on that list. Oh, okay. I'm so, for example, the 12023625 would be the 256 from 1, 2, and 3, if we ignore the color. So, can we find a folder? A blue folder. A, it'll be a blue folder, and it will be in uh, the second middle drawer and it will be number 256. You managed to find it. That also contains a floppy disk. And if okay. you enter it, you find a little humming that says code accepted. And you see a bing on the center console. Oh. oh. Amazing. Does that mean, do we want to look for the others? I kind of want to see what happens if we find one of the others. Sure, let's find, let's find, let's go to... Red the, 442 for the yeah, 14, 18, 32, 24. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yep. This does not contain a floppy disk. That's oh. kind of weird. It contains some student files. Um, you recognize the name, Antoine Manhattan. It's the same person oh. of the thesis earlier. You take a quick squint through it. It's a university's personal file of this person. Mm-hmm. A brilliant student, very high marks uh, on the first year. And then a strange two-year gap. Absence, I guess. Something not, not involved in university. Not the most pleasant fellow, a bit rude. You see, you, you, you see some notes under his personality as well. And then, after a two-year gap, currently he's still he's attending once more this year. A uh, bit of a weird thing for a professor to have a personal student file like this, to have it separate. True. Maybe this is the beloved. Could be. Well, why don't we check the others as well? Okay. Can we get folder... The the yellow the white folder that is one seven three. It's also another minute, so I have you on. Ah. Oh, we do spending a minute for each of these. Yes. Ah. I didn't agree to this. So what? Oh. We just spent two minutes. This is spending three minutes. Oh dear. Yeah, you spent three minutes. One looking for a random one, and the first one looking for a code one. The second one. Looking okay. For it. So I have you at forty minutes right now. This is a series of photographs. They appear to be wedding photographs. The, the, the first one is very old. It's Professor Abigail with their spouse. If you flick through them, they made one every year. Same position, same church. Just a happy, just a happy couple at first, and then them in him in his nice suit and her, his wife in the fancy dress as well. The dress changes over the years. It goes back quite well. There's quite a bunch of different photos. The current one of this year appears to be missing, and that's supposed to be made. A week and a half ago. Interesting. Okay. 
all right, maybe we shouldn't do the last one. We should just stick that blue one straight back in. It's an interesting situation because these are clearly yeah. world building, but it feels like we're being punished for finding the world building ah. by spending time doing it. And so shouldn't do it and shouldn't learn about the fruit. But I want to for our audience at home. It's true. It just feels like it's going to so conflicted. Going to make us fail. We'll go well, back. You know, let's stick the blue one in right now. So we get that fourth light. We can see what's going on in the middle. And if we've got time, we'll come back for world building. Sure. Alternatively, we've just missed the last one and it was the real key to solving everything. Nah, we put the floppy disk in. We got a code accepted. Okay. It's all good. Okay. So that is all four lights, right? Yes. It has blinked on. Uh, the humming has become louder still. Mm. And then there's a, a suction noise. Ooh. As you see the thing growing blightly, uh, disappearing from the center column and shooting off towards the door, the, the pipe of the door. The door hmm. opens, slides open. Oh. With a very... That must have been one thick door because as soon as it opens, you can hear a loud noise, like a explosiony noise almost. <laughs> so, and you can see there's now a long hallway uh, going off into the distance. And if oh, you want no. to go into that hallway, it's going to take you five minutes to make it all the way through. I, mean, I think we have to. Yeah, let's do it. Let's hit it up to 45. Unless we change everything right now and go for the emergency on the laser puzzle. Nah, let's just go. <laughs> no, all right, five minutes. Five minutes, all right. You walk down the hallway. The pipe appears to be pretty thick. Uh, there's a couple more big metallic doors, like straight from, from a nuclear submarine type deal that you need mm -hmm. to open across the way. These are not locked, so you can just pass through them easily. Eventually, you make it to what's effectively a missile silo. A large Yikes. rocket standing on the platform already bursting exhaust fumes. You probably don't want to be anywhere near it when it goes off. Not uh, so much. On top you notice a, uh, a a hatch, a big silo hatch that's currently closed. You don't think you've any, you've any way of reaching that with the rocket still bursting on top of that. You do notice something you can safely cover behind, which is a metal console thing complete with key slots, uh, a red phone, like a red receiver, and a stack of five items. Book, file, photograph, gun, electric plug. Uh, which each, each of these three things is going to take you one minute to look at. Oh, okay, cool. Well, then let's have a look at the stack. There is a stack of five items. Each of these items is going to take you one minute to look at to get a good idea of what's, what's happening. Each of these is an item, and strangely, there is a key attached to them, like a little oh. color mark key. So there's a gun, a, no, attached to which is an orange key. There's a photograph, taped to that is a purple key. There's a cable coming out from the console, and mm -hmm. it's a, a big metallic, like, uh, industrial-sized plug. And attached to that is a gray key. Uh, there's a paper mm -hmm. file, uh, same like a, like a military dossier, something you would have as MI6. Attached to that is a green key. And there is a notebook with a uh, brown key attached to that. And each of these things is going to take you one minute to look at closer. Oh, boy. Okay. Anything I can rule out? I don't think we need to look at the gun much closer. I mean, it's a gun. Yeah. Maybe not the plug. Uh, we don't need to inspect that much closer. God, it's so hard to be like, here's five things to look at and then trying to not That's look at them. That's very scary. Maybe we just need to look at them more. I like, I don't know. Um... Notebook? Yeah, sure. Let's, Let's look, at the, look at the notebook. You open the notebook. It's fairly new. Uh, you take out the ground key. Probably good uh, yep. for later. You flip through it. This appears to be quite a 
complicated plan. Lots of symbols, lots of designs, blueprints. It's it's similar to the um, blueprint one you had earlier. There appears to be two types of handwriting. One writing something down, and then a second handwriting with some making some corrections. So much stuff is designed, but the thing that stands out most to you is a map of England. And there's a little X. We're gonna blow up England. It's it's sort of like in the middle middle right, I guess. Now that makes me not want to look at the, any of the rest of these. Why? Because that didn't feel like it's gonna help us solve a puzzle. Hmm. It feels like it's world building. I mean maybe. Military dossier is interesting. Photo could be interesting. I mean it could Do be. Do you think we should just pick up the phone? Yeah, maybe let's go back to the phone. I'm getting I'm getting nervous here. I'm trying to make quick actions. The rocket is trembling. Like it's it's there's exhaust fume bursting. It's getting uncomfortably warm. There are sirens mm-hmm. going off. There's a lot of stuff going on at the same time. It's it's good good that you're professionals, otherwise you would definitely be feeling the pressure right about now. <laughs> the phone? It's a heavy looking metallic phone case. There appears to be no like dial things or or not or buttons anywhere. It's it's pretty much a one way thing. Mm-hmm. The metal cord is heavy duty. Uh, as you pick it up, you hear a crackling. Like it's it's on, but it's not connected to anything right now. It's not making a phone call. You do notice a little bit of a hand crank dynamo with four uh, lights. I guess four little light bulbs. Very old school. Very 70s um, hmm. James Bond movie distinct ones. There, there's four ones. The the one on the far left appears to be barely lit. It's faintly glowing. You think if and there's a hand crank attached to it. So if you want to power them up, you can use the hand crank to uh, turn them louder. You're not sure how long it's going to take, but it's definitely going to take you some energy and more more importantly time to get all of these things to to uh, right to, to all of these lights to turn on. You hear cackering, and you expect, well, I guess, just no one's on the other side. This is a very old thing anyway. But then you hear a voice after a few moments. It's distorted and crackly. Hello? Commander? MI6? Where the hell are you? Little light bulb turns off again. Mm. Mm. All right. So this is another thing. We can spend some time to power up a phone. Yeah. But again, I still don't know. Like, if we power up the phone, I don't know what we'd say. Mm. Um, we really need these keys. The key slots. Do you reckon I'm, looking at the key slots is going to help us? I, I mean, I feel like we, we caused this problem. with all. We the... are definitely causing this, and we've got two key slots here. A rocket going off with two keys that you can place in, that feels like it's going to set it off. Was it two key slots? I just heard it was multiple key slots. Oh, sorry, I drew two. Yeah, there is a total of... You haven't looked at the keys. You haven't looked at no. the yeah. key slots yet. Let's, let's go and look at the key slots. Okay. It takes us a minute. Let's go do that. There are six key slots. <laughs> six? I'm going to send you a picture, uh, so you just have a reference. Okay. So you can tell these are very barely used. You see some scratchings on the outside. There's a key already stuck in the one on the bottom oh, left. Okay. That's a, a red key mark. And so there's six in total, three on the left uh, row, three on the right row. And you see that the keys course, the keyholes are corresponding with the uh, keys as you found them they on the stack really of They really do. Yeah. The colors yeah. just match up. Is yeah. there any reason we wouldn't, we shouldn't just take all those keys and put them all in? I mean, unless we think that's what's going to cause the rocket to go out and hit England. Yeah, maybe. 
We are being led to this. I just don't know whether we should accept being led to this without... Is there anything else we could do that would, could give us any more definite information about a choice that we have in this matter? I don't know. I mean, we there's there's stuff we've definitely skipped. We didn't get the inf the, the thing out of the box in the laser maze. There's yeah. still a file we never it's looked paper at. all over the place. We didn't do anything with this payload data roof door override oh stuff my God, back you're in right. the console. So, I mean, there is other stuff we could do. Or we could How just important do you think keys the roof out. is? I mean, the roof might open the roof to let the, of the silo to let the rocket out, right? <sighs> the payload might either activate or deactivate the rocket. They seem like quite relevant things to go back and look yeah, at. Yeah, they do, don't they? Um, Tell me, like, in terms of nuclear stuff, what does payload mean to you in terms of a it'd rocket? It'd be the bomb. Okay. So we could do that. So maybe we should go and check out payload, see if there's some way to dud it. Though technically, hmm? it would probably take us seven minutes. Why? Oh, because to we have to go down the five fucking corridor. Tunnel. We don't have time for that. Um, the only other thing to think about is... If we let this phone go, is this our boss yelling instructions at us? Do you want to try and crank the phone? I think we should try to crank it All a right, little. let's spend however much time we need to spend to crank that phone. You start cranking, and after about a minute, you already see the first light bulb light up. And as soon as it turns on, you hear ring, ring, ring. You pick up the phone, and the voice is still a bit roboty and echoey. Um, mm -hmm. Hello? Hello? Who is this? This is Commander... It's it's you recognize the voice. It it does sound like your boss, the very same person who sent you to this assignment. Excellent. Hello? <coughs> who is this? <coughs> answer me. <coughs> oh, can we answer? It's us. We're here. What the hell are you doing here? <coughs> I thought I sent you on an assignment. <coughs> this is the assignment you sent us on. You dummy. I sent you to investigate a cabin, not start World War Three. <coughs> This is what happens when you investigate cabins. <laughs> we investigate the cabin. It belonged to a physicist. They're going to send an explosion to blow up central eastern England. You know the place. Uh, <laughs> My mother's from central eastern England. <laughs> well, they're going to blow it up because somebody stole their partner, who I'm assuming might be Antoine Manhattan, but I'm not sure. <gasps> Antoine Manhattan? Haven't yeah. You d there's, a, there's a brief moment of pause. He's a wanted terrorist. You think he's behind this? Explains all this explains a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he is. He's the uh, a former student of Dr. Abigail. Uh, may have kidnapped his wife. May have kidnapped his wife. Evidence of missing wife. There is evidence of missing wife. That's good to know. Can you turn it, it looks off? like the two of them worked together on a bunch of this stuff. On designing this bomb. See, here's the thing. We see some things that we could do. It is very unclear to us whether in doing them we would be turning bomb on or off. Yeah, should we put six keys in this thing and turn them? <laughs> whatever, whatever you do. <laughs> crank! For God's sake, crank! drops again. Yeah, can we, can we recrank? Crank! Yeah, you crank as, as quickly as your little arms. <laughs> I go need this! Don't make me decide on my own, boss! Uh, another, the light bulb turns yellow one again. You spent 51 minutes. For God's sakes, finish your thought, boss! Okay, okay, okay. Whatever you do, don't launch, don't launch this rocket. Turn it off, disable it, however you can. 
What do you see? Bef- what do you see before you? Oh. A gun. Oh yeah, we got six key slots. There's a slot in the red key slot, and then there's mm-hmm. five other colors. But we have those keys on hand. We can use all those keys if you want them. Uh, there's also a bunch of dials and buttons and things, uh, and a gun. So this is uh, a model C three one seven console. It should have six key slots. Yes, it does. Uh, it has the the, the red one. Yep. Here, frantic leafing. That's already that's the. Uh, Want to activate? You can combine it with any one other of the other keys to trigger something. Okay. Oh, what that's... do we need to trigger off? Hold on. Let me find it and then connect it. Ah! Billy, crank. Oh, fine. <laughs> I'll spend another minute cranking. Okay. This is gonna get us to fifty-nine minutes. Just as many cranks as it takes. <laughs> that would be cruel of me. All right, all right. I don't have the code here. There's probably some some nomic. Oh, come on, come on. Does anyone here remember? And then you could just hear so many voices shouting. Is it a C thirty seven one? No, it's a C three seven one. Oh Jesus Christ! And then <laughs> more commotion, more shouting. These people are sort of. All right, all right. We need to find. Okay, okay. I think I think I found what they do. Just not which one matches to which. One turns the rocket off. Mm-hmm. Yep. The other one fires the rocket. Don't mm-hmm. whatever you do, don't turn that one. Sure. The other one will power up the phone, so you don't need to crank it again. Oh. And the other two, one will open the hatch, and uh, oh god, the other one will uh, disable the payload. So even oh, if you fire with the payload disabled, it won't be as bad. Both of those are good. All right. It feels like disabling the payload and opening the hatch we could have done in the other room for two, a cost of two minutes. Why would we want to open the hatch? We wouldn't. Yeah. But instead, given that it's already going to cost us five minutes to get back there mm. and therefore bring us to uh, 57 minutes yep. used, we can't do that. So we should just look at each of these other things and maybe grab a clue from, each, from what is in them as to what they might do as a key. Interesting. I mean, what did we get from the notebook? Uh, we just had the picture of the of a rocket, England. Map. Yes, it was a, it was it was like a map of England with a big X on it. Maybe that means fire the rocket because that's where it's going to. Maybe. Or maybe the gun because fire you fire a gun. Well, that no was idea. honestly what I was thinking. Can we have a? Do you want to just have a look at the rest of these five items? Okay. Okay. How about the photo? Let's have a look at the, the photo, photo with, with the, the purple, purple key. key. It's half of a wedding photograph. You, you recognize the woman as the one you've seen in the wedding photos earlier. And it has the word for her written on it. Do, do it for her. <laughs> well, that's not helpful as to knowing what the purple key does. Oh, boy. I mean, let's just have a look at some of the others. There's literally nothing else I can think of to possibly do other than look at these keys. very scary. No, so let's have a look at the <sighs> plug. The plug is a electrical plug. You notice there is a key, gray key. You notice that next to the gray slot in the center with all the keyholes there is a little flap and if you open it it will probably open up a little flap in which you can plug this set electrical plug i mean i suppose let's do it uh yeah sure let's quickly do that that might just be the phone but yeah that feels like it won't help it won't be either off or disable payload yeah so maybe we shouldn't yeah let's not worry about it Uh, okay the um, dossier? Yeah, let's look at that file with the green key. It appears that it's a, a long, uh, it's, it's quite an, 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 
extensive file. It details Antoine Manhattan and some of the things he did. He spent two years in jail for expected terrorism. They end up not being able to prove enough for him to send him back longer, but there's definitely some sign of him being a bad man, even though they couldn't prove couldn't pre- prove half of it. <sighs> he is a known criminal, uh, bomb maker, all the bad stuff you you'd expect. You might have dealt with him before. He's part of an organization called Triton. You look for it, spending just a minute to hope to find some uh, so, some more yeah sense of what's going on, and a Eventually, you find a written note saying the words mm-hmm. "payload." Uh-huh. That's interesting. I would have thought oh, that's good. I was thinking "payload" when it was about Antoine Manhattan because, like, they're the bomb maker, right? They probably okay. made the bomb. So, worst comes to worst, we can use the green key to, I, I guess, disable the payload, and thus mean that it'll be a rocket that'll land, but it won't explode. Fingers just, crossed. Like, crash Fingers into a crossed. single house and kill. Are you saying you want to look at the gun family. just in case? Looking at the gun will bring us to 55 minutes. Uh-huh. So let's look at the gun. Okay. It's an old uh, World War II gun. Uh, the key has been tied with a string around the uh, trigger. Fairly easy to fire. You, you, you take a quick look. You notice a single bullet still in the chamber. I'm not entirely sure what that's going to be useful for. You're not sure if the gun's been cleaned. You don't have time to inspect it closely. But you guess you have a single shot. There appears to be a marking, and this uh, the marking is WW3. Oh no. Okay. That well, seems like the worst one. That looks like the gun is going to fire it. Yeah. It looks like the uh, grey one is going to power the phone. Mm-hmm. It looks like the uh, green one is to do with the payload. Yeah. And so either do we think a wedding photo... Or a map of England <laughs> would be one of them is off and one of them is a hatch. <sighs> now, I would say that the photo might be off. Yeah. But also, do it for her. The only reason you're doing this is for her. So maybe that's fire. That's pretty scary. Or do we not want to risk it and go with the payload disabling that we are sure of? Wait, we've got time. Mm-hmm. If we open the hatch, like if we, we're not going to risk firing it. We're pretty sure that's the orange key. So we can try the purple and the brown. If one of them opens the hatch, that's not the worst that's thing in the true. world. That's true. We're not going to blow anything up if we're pretty confident that orange is fire. That's a good point. So why don't we try the, the purple key and the red key at the same time and see what happens? Okay. Let's just do it. Okay. Let's just believe in ourselves. All right. Wait, hang on. Wait, one second. The handwriting that says do it for her, which handwriting does that look like? <laughs> true. How menacing Professor, is it? Professor Abigail's. Okay, that makes me feel the a slightest hint better. It's not threatening. Let's do it. Okay. Worst case scenario, we start World War Three. It's going to be fine. That's true. What's, how? Yeah, it's not a real Whatever. world. We don't live in it. It's fine. Purple key. So the one that takes you the photo. Another yep. nervous moment. Keep plugged oh, yeah. in. Keep plugged in. You don't want to. You really don't want to mess this up. You're looking at the phone, hoping it will ring, give you some more directions, but you <laughs> flick the keys. The hatch opens. Okay, that was hatch. Why would the map of England with the giant X on it be turn the rocket off? Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe we're wrong. We're just assuming about this plug. Yeah, this is a power plug that turns off the rocket. (laughs) It seems unlikely, doesn't it? Uh... 
Okay. Maybe it's X because X means off. Or do we go for green and just rely on payload? Just for safety? Well, do we have time to do both? Like, we yeah, can we, turn we, off we the payload. Five minutes. Let's do green. Let's turn off the payload. Okay, let's try green. You, again, a, a nervous moment. Two keys. Yep. <laughs> Click. The humming is like, there's another suction noise. Whoop. You hear the suction noise as, it, as, it, as something leaves the rocket and shoots back towards the room you came from. Okay, that's something. We've undone our own bad work. That's helpful. We should have just done the door override. Um, <laughs> okay. So now, we, even if it fires when we use the brown key, the worst that'll happen is a uh, single home will be destroyed. One and whose think. home will it be? And Well, the hatch is open, so it's not just going to like hit the roof and then explode here. Yeah, how many minutes do we have? Is these using time to do the keys? Yes, it's taking you oh, yeah. one minute each to do... To turn so. I have you at 57 minutes? Yep, that's yep. what I have. Well, look, yeah. let's close the hatch. Do we want to close the hatch? That way, if it fires, it'll it might not hurt go us. out. Kill- yeah, but we're, we're sacrificial lambs. Well, so should we close the hatch and then spend the last two minutes running back down the hallway? No, we close the hatch and then we, then we try the brown key. Okay. But I mean, if it fires, it's not going to go We may sacrifice else. ourselves miserably. Yeah, but... we're going to close the hatch and then use the brown key, which we believe, the key attached to the notebook and the map, will turn it off. Because the gun feels like it's going to turn it on. <laughs> see what happens. You you turn, as soon as you, you spend another minute, you know, 58 minutes closing the hatch. Close the hatch, yep. Yeah. At that point... And then the 59th minute! As we finish one way or the other. hear a metallic voice. Automatic launch sequence initiated. Firing in T minus one hundred and twenty seconds. Oh God! That's fine. We just turn it off with the with the brown key. Was that after we used the brown key? Surely not. No, this was when you closed the hatch. Yep. Yeah. Let's brown it up. Key star. All right. Let's use the brown one. You. Yep, one way or another. Plug plug them in, and it's going to be the end of the episode, regardless. Chick. Mm-hmm. No, for a moment, nothing happens, and then. There's a quiet as the exhaust fumes slowly fade away and the rocket turns off. Congratulations, you have saved the world. With 59 minutes uh, done. Exactly what we predicted. Couldn't have orchestrated it better. Couldn't have done better. Uh, after uh, what, what feels like the tensest 59 and a half minutes, 59 <laughs> minutes and 59 seconds of your life, the rocket comes to a close. As soon as you get back to the surface, you call your boss and explain what happened. They ha- they're just happy that the rocket didn't fire and mm. that no one got hurt. You've enough evidence uh, to figure out that Professor Abigail was working against their will. They were being forced by this uh, Manhattan person. And if you arrest later, and Manhattan will not be seeing the daylight anytime soon. <laughs> Abigail has taken a few breaks once they're reunited with their kidnapped wife and eventually goes back to a peaceful tenureship at at university. Thank you for saving the world. Beautiful! I don't think Abigail deserves tenure, but that's fine. (laughs)